All right, here's uh, here's the capped zone on uh, the Shape of the Circle podcast. Little segment on solitude uh, series. <laughs> series. We still got to look up. Uh, can can someone like uh, send us a comment or something if we're allowed to call uh, this a podcast series? Or are oh, we just yeah. a bunch Happy. of pastors in sermon world just applying the wrong right. vernacular? <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to talk about you know taking that personal practice over to corporate practice today. Yeah. How do we as disciples and disciple makers take that into the everyday relationships? Make it. Not just about us. Uh, but first, maybe Cammy, just rewind, repeat everything we've done in the last few episodes just with a couple principles and practice. Summarize it for us, please. Yeah, so uh, this idea of solitude, it is crucial. Uh, it's a crucial rhythm for health, for spiritual health, mental health, all the things, right? Um, and it's really going to build your relationship with Jesus so that you can go into your disciple-making places, whether it's a group, like we're going to talk, or maybe it's work or wherever, um, filled up and ready to give the fruits of his spirit because of the, the work that he's doing in your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it happens, uh, from a place of getting quiet, getting, uh, un- uninterrupted time, a big block of time that you intentionally set aside to just be and hear and, and talk and wrestle with him, um, in a really relational kind of way. Yeah. And so, uh, making sure that you set it on your calendar, you, you create that space, you make sure the kids and and your spouse are, are not around your pet, whoever it is, your Mm -hmm. cell phone's off, Mm -hmm. um, practicing those other spiritual disciplines along the way, worship, reading your Bible, praying during that time, but making it what's going to work best for you in a way that, uh, that, uh, is really going to be relational with you and Jesus. Absolutely. And, uh, when we're bridging that over into, well, how on earth are you going to uh, help, help, help the group of disciples that you lead? How on earth do you take something like solitude into a group setting? It looks like we got an oxymoron here, right? Mutual con- conflict. Yeah. yeah. I think it's something that, that, uh, is hard for groups, yeah. but crucial. Yeah. Here, here's my thought on, on how you can make this bridge happen and facilitate an experience for the people in your group or missional community, your discipleship setting mm-hmm. that is going to give them the opportunity to experience solitude firsthand alongside of each other. Mm-hmm. And therefore, oh, light bulb, I can do more of this on my own. Yeah. Think teacher, right? Yeah. You're teaching them how to do it. Yep. And this this is going to be great. Um, first of all, just kind of think of the cues of what what cued solitude for you. Mm-hmm. Was it, it a scripture that, that that just was provocative enough this this week that you had to come back later with with more space? Mm-hmm. Was it a issue of discernment of I got a big choice I got to face, and I don't dare do this one without making sure I've heard God's voice on it. Um, is is it a prayer, a, a hurt that you have on, on, on your heart? Is it some sort of missional endeavor of here's what we're going to get out there and do? Mm-hmm. Um, but but there's got to be prayer that, or you, so on and so forth. You're, 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 you have a carry-in. Yeah. A lot of times what's driving the solitude is the carry-in. Yeah. Something big is about to happen or something big just did happen. Capture that moment in your group of disciples. Yeah. 
people carry big prayer requests in all the time. Mm -hmm. the, the word of the Lord, when you open the scriptures together, was powerful enough that sometimes you need to do a lot more than discuss it. Mm -hmm. um, real life issues of discernment are on the table mm -hmm. of so-and-so's got a career choice. Uh, a marriage is hanging on the thread of do we do we work this out or do we just call it quits? Yeah. Big stuff like that in the room. Take take one of those. One of the big ones, one of the cues of this deserves more space with God. Mm -hmm. And the best best I've come up with is let's take 20 minutes for that right now. Mm. Now, I like to see a longer amount of time for solitude, but in a group environment and people who haven't done this before, 20 minutes is about tops. Yeah. It gets awkward. People feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, Until yep. they really understand how to do it well. Right. Yep. And, and get comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, people can get, uh, into their own space with this thing called silence, mm -hmm. uh, silence and solitude, not the same thing. They're not right. synonymous, but you can use silence to get people into solitude. Yeah. Like, uh, it's not like we all got to find different prayer closets in your, in your house right now. Can you imagine? <laughs> it's like, we all need our own room. We need to be physically alone. Uh, <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it gets weird at some point. Just, all right, we're, we're all in the living room still. We all got our spot on the couch. Mm-hmm. We're just not talking for the next 20 minutes. Yeah. And hold whatever that piece is, the, the, the carrion. Your, your job right now is to hold that for the next 20 minutes. Let the other sl thoughts slide by the side. Mm -hmm. Let it go on the wayside. And it's probably going to take 18 of those 20 to just get quiet. Mm -hmm. Give them the heads up. It's probably going to be the last two that you think maybe that was God talking. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you're sure God was talking. And then let's come out of that and discuss, A, what did you hear God say? Yeah. And B, what, what was your experience in that? Oh, um, I like that. People are going to find something life-giving there. You know, sometimes it is just the rest. Sometimes it is mm -hmm. just, the, you, you did a great job talking about that, where sometimes nothing more spiritual needs to happen right now than to rest mm -hmm. um, or, or be away from the grind of whatever we were in the middle of yeah. there, there's something life-giving to that. Mm -hmm. And I think you give them a little sample of that, uh, in the group setting. And now that the disciples you're making are like, okay, I, I get it. I could, I could do this on my own. Yeah. I could do this in my own prayer closet, so to speak, when I truly can carve out solitude. What I like about uh, what you said with what do you experience, I like that kind of allows the people that maybe are a little more introverted or self-conscious uh -huh. uh, to be able to speak into it too. Uh, because I know experience has told me there's times where I'm like, I don't know if that was God and I don't feel uh -huh. super comfortable talking about yeah. what I heard. Yep. Um, so creating space to say, that's between you and God, but why don't you tell me, what did you, how did it feel? What did you process? What was the, the process you went through? You know, um, absolutely helps some of those people to open up a little bit more. So true. Yep. That, uh, range of experiences could happen. It mm -hmm. can get validated Yep. and uh, people got to practice at this a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not something that comes easy for sure. So, hey, that's, that's all we got to say on solitude mm -hmm. <laughs> in a uh, hundred episodes or, or, <laughs> or less. Um, 
it's just something that Cammy and I really talk about. Of uh, you, you just need the space to unpack. Mm-hmm. Some of you, you already got good things. God's already saying stuff. God's already doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, we need the space to unpack it. And that space is a thing called solitude.